have it up, and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,620. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up and very excited to share with you today a guest calling in from Appleton, Wisconsin, Amanda Beyer. Amanda Beyer is the owner of Amanda Marie Upholstery, where your project becomes her passion. Amanda has been upholstering some of the world's most luxurious modes of transportation for over 15 years, from Gulfstream jets to vintage Concorde show cars, including marks like Porsche, Maserati, Ferrari, and numerous others. Her strengths are in her eye for detail and attention to quality. Whether you're seeking a historic Concorde restoration, a custom hot rod interior with all the trim, or getting your vintage daily driver back into shape, the same attention to detail goes into every one of her projects. You can feel confident her creative ideas will be implemented with the highest standards of quality. So, Amanda... Before we jump into some things here, I would love to welcome you to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. Let's do this. Well, given that you work on the interiors of some of the most beautiful cars, uh, getting buckled up and sitting inside of a car is probably part of your life. <laughs> but I want you to share first with, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But first I want you to share one little thing that maybe most people don't know about you. Something people don't know about me, I went to school for interior design before I got my start working at Gulfstream. Um, and even though I dropped out, it did help me to design interiors and cars and know the ins and the outs of the different textiles that I'm working with. Oh, very cool. Well, you mentioned Gulfstream. So are there a lot of differences when it comes to upholstering a jet versus upholstering a car? Besides the obvious, you're in an airplane, not a vehicle. Yeah, there's actually quite a few differences. Well, the amount of seats that you have in an aircraft, usually you're working with like 10 to 20 seats, where in a car you're only getting two to three, you know, two buckets (laughs) in the front and the bench in the back. Um, But then just in how the processes that you build these seats to in the aircraft world, a lot of everything is with Velcro and in the automotive, everything is with the hog rings and just the difference mm. in the pleatings and the materials used. Like they use everything in the aircraft world is for fire retardation and the safety. They have so many restrictions and everything is to a print, whereas automotive, you don't have those obstacles that you need to, to go around. Absolutely. Well, next time I get my jet fired up, I'll have to bring it out to you and have you reupholster it. Yeah, please do. When I call the airport and ask them to get my jet ready, they go, stop calling us. You don't have a jet. And <laughs> Oh, that's right. I guess I don't. But uh, sure, it'd be nice. I've been in a few of those private aircraft, and boy, are they nice. What a nice way to fly around oh, the world. Whew, that would, gorgeous. That would be cool. Well, listen, as we continue on your journey, I would love for you to share a mantra or some kind of a success quote, something that reflects how you look at life and how you do things. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So, Amanda, grab the wheel. One of my favorite quotes is, think positive. Our thoughts are the steering wheel that moves our life in the right direction. (laughs) Nice. Well, how have you incorporated that into your day-to-day activities, uh, upholstering and working on the interiors of uh, some very cool vehicles? 
just takes a lot of positive energy to get through them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to always looking at the benefits of things and instead of the struggles and things. And even the struggles, you always have to take the positive out of them because they're learning experiences mm. and they just kind of move you forward in the right direction if you take the positives from them. Sure, absolutely. When it comes to working on the inside of a vehicle, upholstery and all the different aspects that you do, what are some of the biggest challenges that you face that seem to come up from time to time that are these wonderful learning experiences? Maybe not at the moment they don't feel so wonderful, but uh, with your great attitude they become. But what are some of those constant things that are always a struggle? I would say the different hardware that they use because they're all so different and it's Uh hard to to keep stacked up in all of the different hardwares that they use. When I was working on the Ferraris, it was pretty, pretty easy because, you know, they were number four slotted oval heads with the trim washers and it was pretty standard. Mm -hmm. Like you always knew exactly what hardware went where because you're replicating exactly what they did from the factory. But then once you get into the more of the American cars, it's a total crapshoot. Oh, really? <laughs> it's wow. Like everything's so <laughs> different from one car to the next car, and it's hard to keep up on it. <laughs> Have you found that there's a big difference between European and American uh, domestic vehicles when you're working on them? Other than that, yeah, I say that the domestic cars are not made with as the as much quality, attention to detail. Everything was mass produced and. It just doesn't feel like there is a lot of heart that goes into any of the domestic ones where Mm -hmm. more of the European ones, they have more soul to them. They have, you know, the fine leathers and just their their stitching, you know, they actually stitch things instead of heat press things. And Mm. like the Americans just took the easiest way out (laughs) and try to make an okay looking car where their main focus maybe wasn't on the interior as much as it was on the exterior and how it performed. Yeah, sometimes uh, that different makes uh, that difference there makes you feel like some of the domestic cars are just appliances. They would just be used to move you around, but they're like you said, the right. heart, the heart and soul is sometimes missing. I would assume that's why when people build hot rods or they customize American cars, they take it to that European level. Mm-hmm. Yep, to kind of bring sure. that craftsmanship back into that vehicle. Because I've seen some um, American cars, hot rod shows and so forth. You look inside and you go, oh, my gosh. Yeah, this reminds me of European work. Um, And definitely Mm -hmm. the work that goes into it is that way. Well, let's talk a little bit more about your business. I'd love for you to share with my listeners more about all the different services that you provide. And we'll touch uh, after you kind of share some of this, all the things that you do for people and, and what makes you get excited to jump out of bed every morning. We'll talk a little bit, too, about your neighbor there, Austin, uh, at Perouche Automotive Craftsmanship, because I know you're yeah. right there and he's been a past guest here on the show. But let's start with uh, what gets you excited and fired up every day about Manda Marie Upholstery. But of course, first, we're going to take a short break. We're going to thank our sponsors. So sit tight, stay in the seat. We'll be right back. The best way to protect your vehicles is with a Covercraft custom fit car cover. I know because I've been using their covers on my vehicles since 1975. Plus, they offer a multitude of options depending on your situation. Indoor covers include form fit, desktop, the oh-so-soft fleece satin, and their very unique view shield, a cover that protects while allowing you to see your favorite vehicle while the cover's on your car. Amazing. Need a cover that will protect your ride outside? Their incredible options allow you to choose from Weather Shield, Sumbrella, Weather Shield HD, Block It, Reflect 
Carhartt, Evolution, Nova, and WeatherShield HP. So many options. Whether you're looking for rain protection, UV shielding from the sun's damaging rays, breathability, dust protection, snow protection, even ding protection, and protection from those paint-destroying bird droppings. They've got you covered. Their soft-touch covers are safe for your paint, and the custom fit keeps them from blowing off. If you live in a windy area, get the Covercraft Gust Guards. They're a must-have if your car sits outside in windy conditions. Worried about theft? They have cable locks, too, with built-in grommets that keep your cover safely on your vehicle. Their website makes ordering fast and easy, and their talented customer service department will walk you through any ordering questions. They can customize a cover for almost any vehicle on the planet. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code yeah 120 at covercraft.com you'll get 10 percent off your covercraft order that's right so go to covercraft.com use the code yeah y-e-a-h 120 at checkout and get 10 percent off on me mark here at cars yeah covercraft they've got you covered american collectors insurance that's who now protects my porsche turbo yeah the one i call my orange crush when it came time to renew my policy my carrier jacked my rates up even though i'd been with them for years i'd never made a claim no tickets nothing what's with that adios so i started shopping around and kept hearing about american collectors insurance from fellow automotive enthusiasts friends and folks in the car industry I did some investigating and learned that American Collectors Insurance have been protecting collector vehicles since 1976. I'm not a price shopper when it comes to insurance. I want to be able to sleep at night. I also want agreed value protection for my special ride. With an agreed valued policy from American Collectors Insurance, I'll be paid what my vehicle's full agreed value is. A number I set with the insurer at the start of the policy so I know there will be no surprises about what my car's value is, should something terrible happen. I shopped around and decided to protect my car with American Collectors Insurance. Give them a call for a quote today at 866-ACI-YEAH, that's 866-224-9324, and protect the ones you love. Make sure you tell them Mark sent you. You'll be glad you did. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Hey, Mark Green here. I want to invite you to an exclusive virtual wine tasting event that I'm hosting on Wednesday, August 26th at 5 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. You've heard me talk about Adobe Road Winery's The Racing Series here on Cars Yeah. For this exclusive event, I have invited some of my fellow automotive enthusiasts and past Cars Yeah guests to join us. Mikhail Haggerty and Wayne Carini will share their love of classic cars. Lynn St. James will be providing insights on racing and you'll learn about the challenges of choosing Best in Show from Jeff Love and David Lillywhite, editors of the magnificent Magneto magazine with their virtual online concours. When you purchase two bottles of the racing series, you'll get a private invitation to this exclusive Zoom event that centers at Adobe Road Winery, where Vintner and endurance racer Kevin Buckler and his winemaker Garrett Martin will share the secrets of their unique racing series wines. Having enjoyed these delicious blends, I promise you're going to love the Racing Series. Here's how you join. Your purchase of two bottles from the Racing Series gets you in the virtual door. Use the code UNICEF, all capitals, U-N-I-C-E-F, at checkout, and you'll get 10% off your purchase of any of the Racing Series wines. Plus, Adobe Road will be giving 10% of this event's sales to UNICEF. 
As an added bonus, Jeff and David will give everyone joining us a one-year subscription to their Magneto magazine. That's a $72 value. It's like getting an extra bottle of wine for free. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the racing series. So go to adoberoadwines.com, use the code UNICEF today, and join us for a very fast and fun evening. Wednesday, August 26th. Cheers! So Amanda, we're back. I have a feeling you really love your job. I just love my job. <laughs> I sincerely love it so much. Everything about it, um, being able to take a car and completely transform it into something incredible and beautiful gives me so much satisfaction. And all of the the challenges along the way and all of the learning experiences along the way I just get, I get really excited (laughs) for every different process that you go through. You know, when you start to tear down, I get excited because I get to see what's underneath of everything and Mm. I get to see what kind of condition things are in. And then when I get to the seats, I get excited when I get to foam things because I get to sculpt something from a sheet of foam. And then when I get to do the leather, then I get to pattern it and I get to sew it and I get to see it come together into this beautiful cover and just every little process brings me joy in some sort of way. I really can't pinpoint one specific thing. It's just the collaboration of all of it. Well, you definitely found your passion. I would assume part of this, too, is the fact that every project is something completely mm-hmm. different. So, again, if you're working on a production line on making the same car every day, you're just making the same part every day. And, boy, that would be hard to stay motivated in that kind of environment. Right. But every vehicle is different for you. So maybe touch base a little bit on some of the really unique vehicles that you've worked on and recreated their interiors. Oh, goodness. There's so many of them. (laughs) You've been doing this a long time. (laughs) Yeah, 15 years. Most of, I mean, seven years of that was at Gulfstream. And that's where I found the biggest struggle with having to replicate things over and over and over again. I didn't get a chance to get that creativity out of me. Mm -hmm. Um, But then when I worked at the Ferrari restoration shop, I was doing 275 four cams and short wheelbases and Lusos and PF coupes and California spiders and goodness, so many beautiful cars. Oscars and goodness, I could just keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you mentioned some incredible marks there and iconic brands and so forth. So that learning process was probably invaluable for when you uh, put out your own shingle, as they say, and started doing your own work. And and I mentioned Austin Perouche because he's been a guest in the show here. He does restorations. Now, you guys neighbors, are you in the same shop? We're in the same shop. We're separated by a wall, mm-hmm. but other than that, I mean, he's just steps away. So it's really nice having that support from a metal fabrication shop. We've got a, a big job coming up that is going to be a full full custom where the dash is going to be a full custom aluminum shaped mm-hmm. dash. And it's going to be really labor intensive on both of our parts. So it's really nice to be able to collaborate with them on the big projects like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great to have one that can work with the other and use the other skill sets to uh, help your customers get everything they need. 
interiors are an interesting thing. You know, we're getting in and out of them all day. Now, I know a lot of the vehicles you work on are not daily drivers, but still people are getting in and out of them. Are there a couple things you might offer our folks listening here today about the right way to take care of those interiors, especially especially when it comes to different leathers and so forth? Yeah, if they're getting used frequently, I usually just suggest using a conditioner cleaner on Mm -hmm. them. But otherwise, just keeping it out of the sun, keep it in your garage if you can. Um, Sure. Don't let it sit out in the rain. (laughs) (laughs) You know, pretty standard things like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think that conditioning, it definitely helps the longevity of the leather and keeps it nice and supple so that it doesn't crack and, and rot out on you. Well, and the other thing that I've noticed because I worked in the car care industry for years is just simple cleaning uh, with a mild cleaner. A lot of people don't, you know, they think of, all oh, put some dressing on it, but they're just putting a dressing right over the dirt. And think about our bodies. They emit a lot of oils and greases and things. And if you eat in your car or if you drink in your car, or just stuff blowing in from the outside, that leather's porous and it attracts mm-hmm. a lot of things that people just keep covering it up and covering it up instead of first taking that step to to take it clean. When it comes to leather, uh, is there a simple solution that you found of how to properly just nicely without hurting it clean leather? Yeah, I use a product called Peroni and it's something that I've used in um, ever since my aircraft days because it has the cleaner and conditioner built into it. Mm. And it does a really great job of cutting the dirt and the dust and everything down and even oil stains from your skin. Mm-hmm. It takes care of that stuff too and then conditions it as well. So it's it's a really great product and you can find it at aircraftspruce.com. Oh, okay. How do you spell that? P E R. R-O-N-E. E, okay, Barone. Sounds Italian a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I do love the Italians. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They, they design and build some magnificent vehicles for sure. Well, what point in your life did you realize that what you're doing was really the right thing for you? Well, I grew up in a household full of car nuts. My dad instilled the loaves and cars from the very beginning, and... um Once I left Gulfstream and started working at the Ferrari restoration shop, it was, it didn't take long for me to realize that this is exactly what I needed to be doing. Like it checked all of the boxes of things that made me happy in life. And from that point on, it was, that's just what I had to do. It's just who I was. (laughs) Yeah. You found the secret sauce to life. That's for sure. Let me ask you this. What's the favorite part of your job? Oh, gosh. I love all of it, but I think I would have to say when it's done and I see everything all put together and I can look back on all of the many hours that I have into it and just see it finished and just appreciate all of the work that it took to get to that point. Well, that appreciation is important, and I can imagine another big shining moment in your life is when the customer walks up and that door opens and they take a big whiff and a look and go, oh, my gosh, look what you did. This is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like detailing cars I did was like when I was a kid. When you take that car back and somebody go, whoa, this is my car, it just made you feel so good. 
Yeah, a nice accreditation of your work. Well, I always like to ask my guests about a big challenge or a big failure they face in their life or their business. And this is more about the lesson that was learned through that difficult experience. So take us to that difficult experience in your life, kind of walk us through it, and then tell us how it helped you gain some momentum as you came out of it and move forward in a positive way. I think that I used to view my failures in a different way than I do now. I used to get really down about any time that I would ever make a mistake or the things didn't go right and I would really let it affect me and I would it would really bring my self-confidence down. Mm. And my mentor Mike Curley taught me that failures are our biggest assets. We learn more from a failure than we do if we just do everything perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. So I really started changing my mindset to viewing those failures as my biggest teacher. Mm-hmm. And instead of taking the negatives from it, I take all of the positives and then I use that on whatever the failure was. I improve it on the next one. Absolutely. And then it turns into a really great feeling. <laughs> the great uh, F1 racer Nikki Lauda once said, I learn a lot more from races I don't win than the races I win. And Mm -hmm. that's a good relationship. How did your mentor, and I love the fact that you had somebody that you were looking up to and helping teach you and what mentors are for. How did that mentor help you make that mind shift? Because that really is a mind shift for people who are perfectionists and really get down on themselves hard versus people that we've all been around people that they make mistakes and they almost act nonchalant about it. Oh, well, yeah, you know, and if you're a perfectionist like you or or me and you get a little angry, like, well, do you even care that you screwed that up? (laughs) And maybe it's the way they're responding that those of us who maybe were on the other end of the boat aren't quite understanding what's going on in their head. But how did that mentor help you do that mind shift? Was there something specific? And you mentioned it there a bit that helped you kind of, because it's one thing to say, well, just look at them as learning experiences. Okay, but there's something that has to make your brain click to go into that different method. Was there something in particular that person did for you? I think it was just everything he says, I take to heart. Hmm. And he came into my life at a time where I had pretty much just left Gulfstream and started working on cars. And that was a big difference. Like there was a lot of changes and things that I didn't, I honestly, I had no idea what I was doing. And so when I met him and he took me under his wing, like I knew this man has been doing concourse shows, show cars for a very, very long time. And he is the best of the best. And I need to take everything he says and apply it to my life. Mm. Yeah, so it was being open in your mind to receiving that information. That's what I'm hearing mm-hmm. you say. Absolutely. Being able to, to unlo- unlock your brain and say, okay, I'm going to accept what he says as gospel and make the best out of the situation and move forward. So fantastic. Wow, what a great experience. What a nice person to have in your life. Was he uh, working in that shop that you were working in? He came to check on one of the cars that we were working on, and he was in town for a couple of days. He's originally from New Hampshire, Mm -hmm. 
and um, he came to visit and I, I pretty much told him, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so yeah. if you see something that I'm doing that's wrong, please tell me. Oh, okay. <laughs> and right. ever since then, like we just, we talk on the phone at least once a week, if not more to this day, he wow. became one of my absolute best friends and I just love him to death. He's a fantastic person and he changed my life in so many positive ways. Wow. What a fortunate person to run into. You're very, very, I wouldn't say lucky because you accepted that help. Some people don't accept help very well and they never get that opportunity to learn. So kudos to you for opening your mind. Let's take a short break. Thank our sponsors. When we come back, I want to kind of dive into your personal passion for cars a little bit here, Amanda. You talked about having a dad who was a car guy that kind of instilled this passion in you. So we'll be right back. Sit tight and do me a favor, support these sponsors because they're the reason this show exists. We'll be right back. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read. Whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. And don't miss my weekly podcast with Keith Martin titled Buy, Sell, Hold. It's the essence of collecting. We talk to the movers and shakers in the collector car world. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH. For buy, sell, hold, that's code BSH, and you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right, $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yow for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. Let's take a pit stop from the conversation and talk about my charity of choice here at Cars Yow, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through auto-related events, car shows, and drives. One of those nonprofits is very near and dear to my heart because it's right down the road from the Cars Yeah headquarters. It's the LeMay America's Car Museum in Tacoma, Washington. One of the world's truly great automobile collections and one of those must-see bucket list destinations for car people like you and me. If you haven't seen it, I hope you make a trip soon. And if you have seen it, it's probably time to visit again. To learn more about this fantastic museum, go to www.americascarmuseum.org. And while you're there, you can donate to help them keep their engines running. That's www.americascarmuseum.org. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? 
If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting, but what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt and it's probably the only book on finance with a vmax on the front cover and a classic mini cooper on the back the book's available at amazon for just ten dollars and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future i gave copies to each of my children all securities are through money concepts capital corp christopher kimball financial services is not affiliated with money concepts capital corp get your copy the saga of ike and penny today All right, we're back. I'd love for you to share a story with me that instigated your personal passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were a car gal? I think it all started when I was going to car shows with my dad, and he would point out the different cars, and just by looking at the headlights, he would be able to tell me exactly what year the car was and like all of the details about them. And I just loved that. I thought that was just the coolest thing ever. And I always wanted to be able to do the same. And although I can't do it for the exteriors of the cars, but if you show me an Italian car from the interior perspective, I can tell you exactly (laughs) what car it is. (laughs) Now, there's a skill. I don't think I could do that with all the years of cars is just from an interior. Maybe some if you saw a gated shifter in an old Ferrari, you go, okay, that's an old Ferrari of some kind. But very cool. Well, let's have a little bit of fun. I'd love for you to share what your first really special vehicle in your life was. Now, this could be a vehicle that you saved up for and you bought, a car you've always wanted perhaps, or or maybe in your case, it's that first really, really special vehicle that you worked on the interior and transformed it. So what was it? Gosh, well, now you brought that one in. <laughs> I threw you a curve there, didn't I? Sorry about that. We can go back to just your cars. That's okay. Don't worry about that. Well, I the one that I had in my head was my 1951 Chevy that we are still currently working on, my dad and I. But if we want to go the route of what my favorite interior was, oh. I would have to say the 275 GTB 4 cam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What a cool <laughs> car to get to work on. Just sitting in that thing. Oh, my well, let's go back to the Chevy, though, because this is pretty special, you and your dad working on. What kind of model is it? I know it's a 51, but... It's the 3600, so it was the long bed and three-quarter ton. Um, it wasn't the five-window. It's just the standard, just a standard three-window, uh-huh. but we left it the long bed. We didn't want to go with the, the 3100 look, mm-hmm. just because it's what it was made to be, and I didn't want to change it from that, and it gives it its character of who it is. (laughs) Sure. Are you going to restore it to original or are you going to do some modifications? There's some modifications being done. Nothing, nothing extreme, nothing major, Mm -hmm. just making it look really nice. Drives really nice. Pretty cool. Well, here's a little bit of an introspective question. I'm going to be your psychoanalyst here today, Amanda. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle, manifest as a vehicle, not what you want to be, but how you perceive you and your personality into a vehicle, what would you be? 
I would be a 275 GTB Ford Cam. <laughs> we're, we're back to that car. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, what is that? Obviously, this has struck a chord in you. I, I can't imagine why because, you know, it's just, <laughs> just an old Ferrari. But uh, what is it about that car that just struck a chord in you? They're elegant, they're classy, and they are made to perform. Yeah, there you go. I like it. Good answer. All right, we're entering what I call the last lap, a bit of a lightning round. I'm going to fire off some questions here and have you give me some quick blips. Ready for it? Of that 275 GTB4 cam. It sounds oh so nice. What's one of your personal habits, Amanda, that you think has helped contribute to your many successes in life? Looking at everything I do with a magnifying glass and Mm. really focusing on all the details. Yeah. There you go. How about if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased? Who would it be? Batista Farina. Oh. More commonly known as Tin and Farina. Yes, absolutely. And then there's a there would be a very cool person to sit down and talk to. What would be one of the first things you would ask him about his life? Where does his inspiration come from? Mm. Where does he get the ideas for so many elegant interiors? Like everything he does is just, or everything he did, sorry, was just pure perfection and just so pleasant to look at. (laughs) I know. When you run across people like that that design just beautiful works, I, I always think back to the masters who would carve things out of marble. And you just think, how did you see that in that block of marble? Much less, how did you do it? But how did you see that? Uh, Where did that inspiration come from? Ah, awesome. How about the best automotive advice someone else has ever given you? You mentioned your mentor. Maybe that's the person who offered you some great automotive advice. What would that be? He's given me so many great advice, but um, this one actually comes from David Kirkham, and he said, don't let the bastards get you down. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Don't let them get you down. How about a great resource for our listeners that you find, or you found very helpful? This could be a website, an app, or a supplier, or even a person in your life. I would have to say a book called You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Because I really feel like when I was starting my business, I needed to get over a lot of fears. And that book helped me with that. You know, I was going to ask you about a book, and I don't know that anyone's ever recommended that book. I've got a great place on my website called Guest Recommended Books where people can go in and see all the books my past inspiring automotive enthusiasts guests have recommended. There's over 1,600 there now. You are a badass. Interesting. So what's one of the main things that you learned from reading that book? That you don't get anywhere by living in your comfort zone. You Mm. have to feel the fear and acknowledge the fear and then say, okay, let's do this. (laughs) Don't let it hold you back. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you're comfortable, you're not moving forward. That's for sure. So get uncomfortable once in a while. I had a, a lady who was a guest in the show here a couple of years ago, and one of her New Year's resolutions was to make a, a hundred mistakes this new year. And that was based on getting out of her comfort zone at least a hundred times during the new year and, and really messing things up because that's how she learned. I thought that was a pretty cool uh, New Year's resolution to go after. So That is Yeah, absolutely. All right, Amanda, we're up to the, well, why am I going to even bother? Because I know how you're going to answer this, I think. (laughs) But I'm going to ask it anyway. I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car today. You know all the rules here. You can't sell it. You you have to drive it. You have to enjoy it. 
uh, but it's the only one very cool car you can park in your garage. Is it going to be that Ferrari? You got it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. Well, that's okay, because it's a pretty darn cool vehicle, although uh, you're at a very expensive date today, Amanda, because that's a very, (laughs) very expensive vehicle. Oh, my. Yeah, they're just marvelous vehicles. Everything about them are cool. I've never been able to drive one. Have you? I haven't been able to drive one. When I was pregnant with my daughter, we had one in the shop. And they were doing some test runs on it. Mm -hmm. And I would stand out just so I could hear it. And she would just be (laughs) kicking away inside my belly. And I I was convinced she loved it as much as I did. (laughs) Isn't that fun? Oh, that's pretty darn cool. Well, maybe one of these days somebody will toss you the keys or take you for a ride. I've been for a ride in one, but I've never been able to drive one. But you picked a nice car. Is there a particular color? Just so when I go on my search for you, I can find the right car. Gunmetal gray with a black interior. All right. Very uh, stealth. Sub- well, I guess that car can't be stealth. Subdued a little bit. Lots of Ferraris <laughs> you, you think are, uh, you know, bright red or bright yellow or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, that car could be any color and it would look good. But I'd like it in that that color as well. Not stand out too much, but certainly be noticed. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Amanda, you've taken me on a great ride today. I thought this would be fun and you haven't disappointed me. I want to thank you for sharing your life's journey. Before I let you go, though, is there one little piece of guidance you might offer our listeners when it comes to life or what they're doing before you rip off into the sunset in your very own 275 GTB Ford Camp Ferrari? I would say don't give up. If it's your passion and you believe full-heartedly that it's what you're meant to do, just don't give up. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'd be remiss before we go here because of this pandemic. Everybody in your family or people around you, everybody's safe and healthy? Everybody is safe that I know of, yeah. Great. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Fantastic. And has the pandemic affected your business very much or are you as busy as ever? I'm as busy as ever. I've been getting phone calls like crazy lately. There you go. Well, good for you. Well, you know, I've heard that from many of my guests that perhaps during this lockdown, people are finally getting into their projects and working on them and doing things. Uh, not a bad thing if you're stuck at home. So I'm happy yeah, to hear Yeah, especially th- with all the car shows being canceled. Oh, yeah. Now is the time to get your your car ready to go for next year. Absolutely. You know, sadly, I heard just the other day that SEMA finally had to pull the plug and and not do that show. And a friend of mine who's been taking cars there to show for years said, well, now all of you folks that waited two months ago to build a show, you know, a car for the show, start working on it now. (laughs) So it's not such a rush next year. So you got a little bit of a reprieve. So uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm glad to hear everybody's well. What's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and your business? Um, they can find me at my website, which is mandamarieuph.com or on Facebook and Instagram at Mandamarie Upholstery. There you go. And Manda Marie, where did that name come from? Since you're Amanda, mm-hmm. I kind of get it. Amanda Marie. Okay. <laughs> my family had always used to call me Mandy and Ah. it bothered me. I hated it. So we found a happy medium between the two and they started calling me Manda. So that name just kind of (laughs) stuck. Well, I kind of figured there was something there, but I thought this is interesting, a little twist on the words and so forth. So there you go. 
People send to pick nicknames for us sometimes that we don't always like very much. Right. But, <laughs> but I like it. It's a it's a wonderful name. It sounds like a business that takes good care. And that's what Amanda does at Amanda Maria Postry. So check it out. I'll put links to all of her contact points on her show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Just go in there and type in the search bar Amanda Buyer, B-E-Y-E-R. And you'll find everything right there. Amanda, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise. I really appreciate you sharing your life with me. This has been great fun. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you so much for everything. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!